0: Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Tranquil Awakenings with me, Debbie Ison. On today's episode, I will be chatting with Wendy Jackson, who uses homeopathy and essential oils to help her clients to promote their well-being. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thank you ever so much for coming on and having a chat to me today. So we've known each other a little bit from some of the well-being events, but we're normally always so busy on our stands that we don't get a chance to have much of a conversation. So I really wanted you to come here today to tell me more about what you do, because I find it absolutely fascinating. So what is it you do?
1: Oh, gosh, what is it I do? Um, I do many things, actually. First of all, I trained as a homeopath. Okay. um, 23 years ago, when my daughter was born. So if I go, do you want me to go into that a little yeah. bit? Yeah. So I, I I had my daughter and I got postnatal depression. Right. Um, my sister had had postnatal depression and she'd gone on to Prozac. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go on that because I knew I was really sensitive to drugs. Even though I knew nothing about homeopathy or anything holistic, I would I would go to the doctor. But I knew I, I couldn't go on them. Um, and it was my husband at the time. Saw an advert for this homeopath local to me. Hello. And so he took me, and I literally sat there and told, I sat there for three hours oh. doing something like what we're doing, mm-hmm. just talking about my entire life. And I'd never talked to anybody about my life before. Mm-hmm. And I was 35. Wow. Because um, I was brought up to, you know, not talk about your emotions mm-hmm. and not talk about things that have gone on. I'd had quite a traumatic childhood but before rose my daughter that was born i'd lost i'd had a miscarriage and i'd lost a little boy okay. but i was sort of told to go home you know mm-hmm. try again in 3 months give it 6 months 3 months um but no counseling nothing so i'd held all that in mm-hmm. um and that obviously as we know when you get depression it's usually about emotions that we've held in yeah um and suppressed um and so, really, that depression was about me losing my babies. Um, so, yeah, quite quite a big journey, really. Mm-hmm. So, I went to see a homeop- that homeopath. Not that one. I stayed with her a little bit. Then I went to um, another homeopath in Lincolnshire, actually, Jenny, uh, Jenny Tree. Okay. Who's a lecturer uh, for homeopathy. But anyway, so I saw her for about two years. Mm-hmm. And I... Um, I remember writing to her when Rose was two and saying "I've because one of my biggest fears once we'd gone through the depression because it, it's about peeling away layers as yeah. I'm sure you know in your practice. So I peeled away layers with the depression and the grief and the loss, uh, a lot of anger um, and then one of my biggest fears was driving any further than Nottingham. Now All I right. come from Newark. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't drive any further than Nottingham and what that stemmed back from, what I learnt was that when I was 12, my mum died um, of cancer and we had to go to Nottingham to say goodbye to her. Right. Uh, It makes me want to cry thinking about it now. Um, So this fear of death and dying Mm -hmm. was one of my things that stopped me from doing and growing any bigger than I was. So one of the remedies that helped me massively was arsenicum. Okay. So arsenicum in its picture has a fear of death, a fear of dying, fear of disease. So I had arsenicum for quite a while, Mm -hmm. and like I say, when Rose was two, I drove all the way to Cornwall. Wow, amazing! On my own with Rose. So Uh I wrote. I remember writing (laughs) to my homeopath and saying, I've I've driven to Cornwall. And it was such a massive achievement wow, back that's then. Wow, amazing. Yeah. So that's how the remedies for me have helped. Mm-hmm. So when Rose was two, I decided to train as a homeopath. My husband decided he didn't want to come with me on that journey and mm-hmm. left us. Gosh. Yeah. So that was another trauma to mm-hmm. get through. Um, so I went and it was a massive... That was another massive opening for me because um at homeopathic college they don't just teach you about homeopathy they teach you about the food and how it's you know it's mm-hmm. not good how the soil is depleted how the water is poisoned um about vaccines you know it was a massive massive journey mm-hmm. um and along that way along that journey i learned a lot about myself obviously and then i learned different modalities so not only you know, I've I learnt about homeopathy after four years yep. of training. I then bring in herbal tinctures, I then bring in tissue salts, I bring in uh, Australian bush flower essences mm-hmm. and more recently, two years ago, I bought in doTERRA oils. So I have this beautiful, for me, a beautiful package to, I guess, support people on lots of different levels yep. to help them get well.
0: That's absolutely amazing. I mean, I've always found homeopathy fascinating because when I was a child, I used to suffer from really bad hay fever okay. and um my grandma took me to a health shop, and I think it's some of the tissue salt there, so I read a, a book uh, I'd do as a child about homeopathy and about how all of these things work and I found it really interesting, even sort of probably ten or eleven years old, and then no, didn't what? think any more of it, and then I was talking to somebody when I was about nineteen or twenty. And I could have got this totally wrong. But somebody like Penn and Teller was doing some sort of programs on sort of debunking things. And they were saying about homeopathy and how it couldn't work because it's in such minute quantities. And to me, that didn't make any sense what they were saying. Mm. So I was going to put that to one side. And then a few years ago, I was reading a study on allergies. And it was saying in one of the universities at the moment, what they're doing is try and help with peanut allergies was giving like really micro, micro traces of peanuts yeah. to try and help the person's immune system to balance out. Yeah. And once again, it got me thinking of homeopathy. So I bought a couple of books <laughs> on it I thought, I really must read this. And then I've never looked at it any further. So when I met you, I was like, I can't wait to have a conversation about this.
1: Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant. There's there's something called um, well the basis on which homeopathy is is based mm-hmm. is a, is a light cures light so you you described it so well there with the peanut and that's yes. really what we do I, I mean I don't make those remedies I order most of my uh, medicated potencies from Helios Pharmacy mm-hmm. so the pharmacists create those remedies and how it's done is they'll take something like a peanut yeah um. And they'll grind and crush it, mm-hmm. and they'll add alcohol and water, yeah. and then they do what's called a succussing, which is a banging effect, uh-huh. okay? And then... Um, so this is sort of going into molecular changing, yeah? Okay. It's like Mr. Emoto Im- with his uh, memory of water, yes. yeah? So uh, they dilute and succuss, and they dilute and succuss, and this process goes over and over and over uh-huh. again. Until they get to something called Avogadro's number. Okay. And at that point, there's no physical evidence of what we started with. We're into quantum physics and energy medicine. Amazing. So what would in its crude form cause will cure in its homeopathic, in its energy form.
0: Amazing.
1: So like you said, peanut allergies, peanut might be one remedy I could use for somebody who has a peanut allergy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something I used to use, and I use this quite a lot when my daughter was little, when she had a fever, I would use belladonna. Right, yep. Which is deadly nightshade, uh-huh. I'm sure you know, because you're a herbalist. Are you a herbalist? No. <laughs> no, no. You...
0: I'd just like to pick up all these random bits of information. You do, you? <laughs>
1: um So, so belladonna in its crude form is a deadly plant, so please don't eat it. Um, But basically, the pharmacists grind and crush, do the same process Mm -hmm. of dilute and succuss and dilute and succuss. And when it gets to the aggravados number, it's um, energy medicine. So when my daughter used to have fevers, because if you were to eat it in its crude form, but please don't, it causes a fever, delirium, coma, and eventually death. Right. It's deadly poisonous. So, but what it's good for um, homeopathically, it's good for fevers. Okay. Yeah. So um, instead of giving my daughter cowpaw when mm-hmm. she was little, she would have belladonna. Homeopath- yep. She was brought up homeopathically from six months old, mm-hmm. you know, unvaccinated child mm-hmm. uh, with all natural alternatives. Yep. Um, she would see my friend who does reflexology. She would see sacral cranial people. She would see, hypno- she's done a bit of hypnotherapy mm-hmm. for a couple of things. Um, she would have homeopathic remedies. At Flower Essences, yeah, she was brought up all natural. Um, so, and my dog's the same. Amazing. <laughs> well, I've just met one of your dogs as well. With mean, your car's Just such a beautiful energy. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's all homeopathic. So he has, he has his tissue salts every morning in his food. Um, I always ask him if he wants a remedy, um, and sometimes he'll take it straight out my hand. Uh-huh. And if he doesn't, he'll just walk away.
0: Oh, so well, he knows, they know, know, don't they? They're so aware of themselves. They're, they're so, so much so... more in tune than us people. Absolutely,
1: yeah. And children. Yeah. Children love remedies, you know. Love... <laughs> when they come to me and they, I'm going to give you some remedies and I just try one of these, well, they just want more because they're, <laughs> they're like little sugar pillules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, yeah. So, so when you give remedies, the other thing I'd say is uh, there's a lovely thing called Herring's Law of Cure.
0: Okay. Okay,
1: so in Heron's Law of Cure, when you take a remedy, Mm -hmm. it acts as a stimulus for the body. So it stimulates your immune system to get well, Mm -hmm. and in that, um, it will say, let's say I've got somebody come who's had eczema, put on lots of lovely steroid cream, Mm -hmm. and then now they have asthma, because what the steroid cream is pushing the illness in... Yeah. And the next place it usually goes is your lungs, uh-huh. okay, and that's where you see a lot of eczema and asthma together. Okay. Um, so what I do is I'll give them a, a lung remedy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the lungs will get better and stronger, Yep. then the eczema will come back. Mm-hmm. Now, in a way, that is Herring's Law of Cure, Okay. because when you give a stimulus, the body will always send any illness or trauma out onto the skin, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's your largest organ. Yep. Um, to keep it, because it's doing its best for you all the time. It's so amazing, your body. Yes. That it'll keep it away from your vital organs. Mm-hmm. So keeping it away from your heart, your kidneys, your lungs, your um, liver. So it, so when people come and they have skin problems, I'll go, well, that's the last thing that's going to go because the body will throw out yeah. onto the skin. And this I will still, I'll get to it. Herring's law of cure is it will heal from your head down to your feet mm-hmm. and from the inside out.
0: Which makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Because the body has natural detoxing and filtering processes taking place because we don't want a build-up of all the rubbish because it stops it working properly. Yeah. But I suppose if those organs are overloaded and struggling, the body's still gonna want to get those waste products out, so we'll do it through the skin. Yeah. And this is something I find crazy and it's something I hadn't even thought of because we don't think about it. Yeah. But not talking to like like deodorants and things. So I'd never considered about deodorants and antiperspirants until my friend Karen was terminally ill with cancer. And then all of a sudden I thought, hang on a minute, I'm putting something on my armpits, which is one of the places where your body tries to eliminate toxins and impurities out of your system to stop that from happening. And I was like, That's crazy. And it never occurred because it was just so normal that became a teenager, you start wearing your antiperspirant deodorant. Yes. So then I went all natural and it was really weird because when I did it, it took a little while to find the right one for me. But for a little while I really stank. But it was but like to be quite honest, it's But you it, were it, detoxing. Because my body was detoxing. Yes. And it took a little while and it was like all the stuff that it had been <laughs> stuck in it all of a sudden came out and after a few weeks
1: it To be get, honest, it goes. Smell.
0: and I don't smell but it's better than it's ever been, to be honest, even when I was a teenager, which I know yeah. is maybe not the most pleasant topic for everyone <laughs> to be listening to.
1: Yeah, but, but our it's body's true. amazing. It
0: does do its best to get rid of things and it has these processes. Yeah. And yet through the things we often put in our bodies and our lifestyle, yeah. we restrict that without even
1: knowing that's what we're doing. I know. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? I love it. I love it. So uh, that's what I say to people is, mm-hmm. look, if you go to the toilet straight away after having a remedy, it's doing its job. Yes. If you uh, start to smell sweaty, it's doing its job. <laughs> you know, all these things that people don't want to hear, I have to tell them because yes. that's the remedies doing its work. Mm-hmm. That's your body, once it's been stimulated, getting rid of... So it's not just physical toxins, it's yep. also our thoughts, yes. you know, our uh, emotions that attract cellularly, mm-hmm. homeopathy releases and lets yes. go and allows you to um, move forward mm-hmm. so like me with the fear of you know if I travel any further than Nottingham because my mum died there thinking I would die or somebody close to me would die that fear went
0: which is amazing
1: isn't it even after well I was 12 and I was 35 then well probably about 36 so that's what 24 years
0: which is a long time to have something it's a something,
1: long isn't time it? to have that Because I even won, I remember winning a prize. I used to be manager for Thornton's Chocolates. (laughs) (laughs) I remember winning this prize to go on the uh, Express to Paris. Like I I won a ticket to go on the Mm -hmm. train and I gave it to somebody else because I wouldn't go. I was too frightened. That fear was still there and I was about, I was probably about 30 then. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how deep it went.
0: But well, that shows as well, like if we hold on to those unhelpful emotions, those unhelpful programs that are put into place, mm. how limiting it can make our lives. Because absolutely. if you have never dealt with that, yeah. you'd have probably been stuck within an hour radius of yes. your home yeah. and had a very sort of limited existence in terms of the experiences you could have.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a very different person now. I bet. You can't keep me in one place.
0: <laughs> but it's, it's that thing, isn't it? I think when you start going on this therapeutic or healing journey, regardless of what modality it is, you all of a sudden yeah. start to realise how much you've accumulated throughout your life. Yeah. And you go on that process of shedding and clearing and releasing everything on all levels of your being. And it's yeah. a continual process. Cause it you, it's like you say, it's that onion. It's peeling away those layers. Yeah, But it's so liberating as you go through that experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> and I think, like you said, with your training
0: that you did, it's very intense training, isn't it? It, it is, it's, four it's, years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so first year really is is learning... We did mainly remedies, Mm -hmm. so we're doing remedies. We might be doing a bit of repertory work, which is really looking at the repertory and understanding how to use it with, because people will come with complaints. Okay, you'll get people with arthritis and I'll get three people with, they'll have say they've got arthritis, but there'll be different symptoms and it's the symptoms the body's producing that I need to know Mm -hmm. to get the right remedy. So is it better for cold? Is it better for heat? Mm -hmm. Is it red and sore, Um, is it um, better for um, walking, you know? Once people get moving, that's very Rustoxing, you know, they're really stiff and they're like an old creaky gate, Mm -hmm. but once they get moving, everything's okay. And there's a remedy, Rustox, fantastic for that. So learning that, how to use that book uh, was really important. So first year remedies and the repertory. Materia Medica is what it's called. It's like a Bible. It's really thick. Yeah. Um, and then second year was more anatomy and physiology. Mm-hmm. Still learning remedies because there's a lot of le- remedies to learn and I still don't know them all. There's thousands. We imagine you can have anything potentized. Wow. Potentized means that process of dilution and succussion. Yeah. So if somebody's allergic to, I don't know, their cat, Mm-hmm. I can get their cat hair potentized. I'll get Helios to do that. Wow, that's so you, incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll probably have cat hair as a remedy, to be fair. Yeah. And I might use that. But if it's a specific, then sometimes it, okay. that's needed. Um, and then third year was we started clinics mm-hmm. and pathology. So that, and I love pathology because understanding that movement of disease as to why it goes so deep. Yep. And so we had a, a pathological book written by a doctor, but also a homeopath. Wow. So he gave us two views, the, the medical version of what, mm-hmm. how the medical system would see it, and then the homeopathic. Um, and I think he also did like five elements, um, Chinese medicine. Wow, amazing. So he put it in that as well. So that was, that was like blew my mind. That is like, <laughs> oh my God. So they see it like this. We see it like this. This is our solution. That's their solution. Yeah. And every time I'd much rather go with my solution, mm-hmm. the side, <laughs> uh, cause it's far gentler, um, much kinder.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, very little side effects other than sweating and yeah.
0: And that's the thing, isn't it? Often when you go down the pharmaceutical route, sometimes it is necessary for people and that's their choice and other things, but quite often those pharmaceuticals then have side effects. And then you need another medication to combat those side effects. And then after a while, you need another medication to combat those side effects. And before yeah. you know it, yeah. you're on 20 or 30 pills a day.
1: Yeah, 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 unfortunately. Um, but there is, you know, there is a way back if people are on even a few meds. You know, I have supported people getting off steroids. Wow. Um, it's a very slow process, that one, because mm-hmm. the body does get, somewhat addicted to them, yep. Um. so we have to sort of very, very slowly wean off, but also supporting the kidneys and liver, mm-hmm. Um. so it's a very, very gradual process, but it can be done.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, I think it's, I think in our society, I think we're very used to wanting everything now, yeah. instantly, this moment, yeah, no, you're right. but what you're doing is providing a more long-term solution and a more lasting solution yeah. from the sounds of what you're yeah, doing. Yeah,
1: thank you, yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you put things very nicely in in a (laughs) different way to what I see them sometimes. Uh I just do what I do and don't think of that sometimes, I think, yeah, Um, because I live it. I genuinely live like this Uh with all my herbs, remedies. I've got an apothecary at home. I just thought of that the other day. (laughs) It was a little old lady that I look after, bless her. She's 99. I go and see her once a week. And she said to me, you know, you, you could have an apothecary, Wendy. And I went. Do you know what? I think I do have an apothecary at home. Yeah. You know, because I have all those modalities. I take them most days. Uh-huh. I have my oils that I have got rollable that I roll <laughs> on that act as a perfume. Yep. So things like frankincense and oregano <laughs> oh, and oh, oh, just geranium and just the doTERRA oils are just 100% pure and so divine.
0: And I was going to ask you about that because I know a yeah. lot of people
1: when they see those oils, they say, yeah, but
0: they're more expensive than yeah. some other ones. Mm-hmm. But as you've just highlighted, they're very pure.
1: Pure, 100% pure. So they're not what's on the market. And doTERRA do research on this too. Mm-hmm. When somebody claims it's 100%, they'll test it. And they'll you know, say they do their work and they find out they're not. And what's happened is they're what we call adulterated, which means they've been chemically changed. You mm-hmm. could say, um, they've been weakened down with other chemicals yeah. so that they can sell it cheaper. Yes. So, those oils, I would, you know, with the doTERRA, you can take internally. Mm-hmm. With those, I wouldn't even, well, I wouldn't even put them on my skin yeah. because, and even in a diffuser, because even in a diffuser, you're breathing it in, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's going around the body, so something doTERRA say, we have this little, a circle. If it takes um, two seconds to be, so we do like a hand diffuser, we put a bit of oil on the skin, we rub it in, we breathe it, it takes two seconds to be absorbed into the skin. Wow. 20 seconds to be at the brain.
0: Wow. 20
1: seconds. um, And two minutes to be all the way around the body.
0: God. So So actually we need to be so careful about what we're putting on our skin.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If it's going to the brain in 20 seconds, because, wow. Well, I mean, the thing is with the, these particular oils, doTERRA, is that they're bioavailable, so they can penetrate the cells at a cellular level mm-hmm. and do good work. Amazing. So, like, I, I've got quite a few people now, instead of doing the antibiotics, mm-hmm. they're doing doTERRA oils in a veggie cap.
0: Oh, interesting. You have to make
1: them up as you go along because the oils are so powerful. They would biodegrade that capsule <laughs> really <laughs> easily and quickly. So I do say, look, these are the oils. So it's usually oregano, tea tree, frankincense, and lemon. Yep. Put them in a veggie cap, and that's your antibiotic. Wow, amazing. Because they're from plants, you know. Yeah. Can't You can't do any harm. I just mm-hmm. absolutely love them. That's amazing. I had no idea that, you know, I knew about oils. It's always mm-hmm. been in the background, but it's never been something... I've sort of seen them and thought, yeah, okay, but not my thing. But yep. then two years ago... I was at a, um, it, it was a, like a well-being show, but for cancer. Yep. And there was a lady next to me, Jenny Parnell, who's also a homeopath, and she got the doTERRA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. So we were just talking homeopathy, you know, when yeah. you talk the same language, <laughs> which well, I'm sure you'll know, we were like, blah, 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 talking the same language. And uh, I was like, oh, tell me a bit about these uh, oils then. And so she did. And I was like, oh, my God. I was just, that was it. Bought my kit there in them. Wow, amazing. I've never looked back. And I teach it now.
0: Which you do some remarkable things with the teaching. Because I know recently my husband came on (laughs) um, a little homeopathy sort of for the home workshop with you over a few weeks. So we've got now our basic homeopathy kit um, in the house. And I've used it quite a few times. One of the times was I got really badly stung with nettles all down my leg. And that's fine. And I can turned down pain like that anyway with my mind but just because there was lots of them I was about to have a client I thought right I'm just gonna go get the homeopathy and I had it and wow it was really really fast I'm quite sensitive to noticing changes brilliant and just that sting subsided very very quickly yeah um so I've used it quite a lot and I find it really useful but I'm really intrigued by the oils now you've uh, mentioned
1: those as well (laughs) Yeah, fantastic.
0: In our household, we don't spend our money on things like alcohol or smoking <laughs> or boozy nights out or anything like that. Uh, we end up investing in um oils, uh, crystals, yeah. all sorts of different me, well-being yeah. things. Um, me, we spend yeah. a fortune and I think a lot of the time as well, when I explain sort of my breakfast to people, it, not only time-consuming, but it costs an awful lot of money to buy the ingredients.
1: But oh, okay. well,
0: I feel amazing. What do you have? So, what works for me is how I do it. Is I start my morning off with lemon water. Yeah. I then have um, a whole celery juice. I have that, and then I have a heavy metal detox smoothie. So that has two bananas, an orange, spirulina, Atlantic dulse, barley juice extract powder, wild blueberry powder, possibly something else. So I start my day with that. And I feel amazing. It might not work for somebody else, but that, for me, seems to really suit my body. Yes. Um, But the ingredients are so expensive. But I would rather spend my money on that, something that's going to help me to feel good about myself physically and mentally and emotionally. Yeah. But it's going to keep me physically active for longer so that I can enjoy my life. Yeah. Um, So to me, I see things like that as an investment now. Absolutely. Whereas in the past, I might have seen, oh, actually, I can't justify that because it's too expensive. And yet I wouldn't have thought twice to have maybe gone out for a meal and really pigged out on a load of really rubbish processed foods. Yeah. Which I'm no means perfect. I do still have things. We still have to do it occasionally, don't we? But I just think, once again, it's interesting how we're conditioned or how we're brought up to what we perceive to be treats or what's good for us or what's beneficial.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Wonderful. I'm a bit like you as well. I do have, um, I have moringa. Right, which is full of vitamin K, E, A, calcium, iron. Uh-huh. That's an amazing powder, superfood powder, I like oh. your barley and.
0: I'll maybe add yeah, some of Yeah, have a that look in. at that,
1: at Moringa. <laughs> so I have that every morning. I, I do also have something that Doterra do, which is called Long Life Vitality. So they're like okay. three vitamins: mm. one for your oils, uh, one for that's got like milk thistle, barberry, um. Oh, all sorts of herbs. There's mm-hmm. too many to mention, to be honest. Um, and then another one that's similar. But I take that every morning as another uh, boost. And again, that's oh. not cheap, but like you, I see it as an investment. Exactly. Um, and then I take my tissue salts every morning. Um, but yeah, I do, I, mainly now I do teaching. I, I do see clients, mm-hmm. obviously, um, but I love doing workshops. Yeah, I really love it. So, so the the homeopathy, Mm -hmm. I've done in person. So, up until, I think, probably, um, I don't know, maybe last week, I think I've probably done nearly 40 workshops in two years.
0: Wow, that's a lot of workshops. Yeah,
1: but But I love it. That really
0: makes me feel inspired and encouraged as well, because to to be able to have run 40 workshops That's an awful lot of people that have had to be interested in those workshops. So that shows me again that people are starting to become more consciously aware of their well-being and various different options out there for them to heal and live their best lives, which is what we want on this planet. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, I used to go to something called Stand in the Park. I don't know if you ever... No, I didn't go to that. No. No. So there was a thing called Stand in the Park when um, whatever was going on was going on Mm -hmm. and people would meet really for like minded people you know yeah. just to have conversations just mm-hmm. to meet and talk to another person yeah you know it was really important for people's mental health to mm-hmm. do that and from that people built communities yeah um and from that they encouraged me because i didn't have the confidence uh back then mm-hmm. <laughs> 3 years ago to do the workshops although i'd been a tutor for the lakeland college i'd done my own little workshops maybe one or two a year yeah. but nothing nothing too big um so I started off with my yoga group actually they oh, did my, and they really encouraged me they were like oh, but you're so knowledgeable and you know you know so much and you must do more and so I just kept putting it out there mm-hmm. in groups I, I, I um got a telegram group together and everybody that came on my workshop they went into my telegram group so Telegram if people don't know is a bit like WhatsApp. Yeah. but not so monitored mm-hmm. I guess. Um and so I have I think nearly 100 people in there now. Amazing. And not everybody can get on Telegram because they don't do it or yeah. they do other stuff. Um so I'm really like amazed and honored to have been able and still able to teach the wisdom that I've been taught and learned to other people so that they can go off and live a life a much better lifestyle
0: which is such a privilege to be able to be part of those people's journeys isn't it and yeah. help them but then the ripple effect that that has that they yeah. will also pass that on to the family so like with Pete Absolutely. he came home from those workshops with you bought the kit and then they started to share those remedies with us as a family yeah so that's the first thing we go to in our household now if anybody's mm-hmm. got an ache or a pain or an ailment
1: yeah, it's let's get the homeopathy kit out and let's see oh, what's needed. I yeah. yeah, see that's just wonderful. I hear stories like this, and sometimes I, I hear stories like like I'll see a client, mm-hmm. and they'll come to me once, I never see them again, and this has happened a few times. But I've also had three or four of those people meet years later, and I, I sort of had the conversation of, "Well, I know you gave you those remedies. Did they not work? Did you? I never heard from you again." Or oh, they go you changed my life or the remedies changed their lives and that is just I just wish people would tell me before because I could sort of go (laughs) okay maybe I didn't quite get it right um and actually it's like it's done wonderful things and I love it when people like yourself say this that Mm -hmm. they're using the kit that they're you know because it's it's a what you know it's a new way of being isn't it it
0: is definitely totally and I think it's almost reconnecting us as well like it's made me think about more the nature around us the plant medicines around because we had all of this ancient wisdom and knowledge and it's not just within our culture but all cultures throughout the world where medicines are used through plants and food is healing and nourishing and a lot of that wisdom has been lost over time or suppressed for various reasons um and i think it's really good that we're reigniting that and sort of re-educating ourselves about that because it can make a remarkable difference yeah. and I know with you saying obviously a few years ago with the pandemic when I started looking into remedies for that because obviously there was all this it was out there nobody knew what was going to happen and I'm very logical as much as I'm away with the fairies I was like okay what is about that I can do that I can feel in control mm. to look after my family so I started to have a look at um, different medications and vaccines and things like the Tamiflu what are the natural ingredients that came from it? And I think, yeah, I could be saying it wrong. something like, or something like that is often one of the natural components in it. Yeah. So I then went, looking. where do I find that? And I was like, it's a certain type of pine needle. Pine needle. So then all of a sudden I found you could get pine needle tea. tea. So straight away I ordered this pine needle tea and it made me feel so much better because I thought I've got something I can drink, yeah. but also something I can give everyone else in my house which will hopefully build up their immunity and help them to recover should they get anything Absolutely. and anything happens. So straight away, going to those natural things that are around us just settled me. Yeah. Um, so, so we have That's, that on our cupboards now, anything right. like that. <laughs> love it.
1: Yeah, I love it. I mean, the thing that I got, I did get it for about two weeks, was my loss of senses, taste and smell. Yeah. And, but in my, that repertory book that I've got, mm. there were only two remedies that had that, and one was pulsatilla, Okay. And I'm quite, consti- what we call constitutionally pulsatilla. Mm-hmm. And the other one was napmure, which Natmure is a very British stiff upper lip remedy. Right, okay. Where we don't, you know, we're very British. We don't show our emotions. Mm-hmm. We pull up that wall. So we're just, yes, I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So I took the pulsatilla and within, like I say, two weeks, sorted back to normal.
0: Amazing. And I know other people as well that lost their sense of smell and taste for a long time and- Nothing was getting it back, and they helped to retrain their olfactory settings by essential oils oh, as wow. well. So I don't know if it was just that they were finding the ones that were suitable and smelling them or if yeah. they were doing anything else. I didn't ask enough at the time. It was a passing conversation I had with a couple of people, I think probably at a show. Wow. But once it just made me think, well, we've got all of these...
1: I beautiful know. natural
0: resources around us. It's amazing, and we can harness those. Amazing. And I mean, you've driven down my drive coming here. I've got quite a big bit of yeah, garden. The a lot of so the ground, but yeah, the rosemary. There's lots of natural plants. As I was walking along the other week, I thought, actually, do you know what? I'm sure that St. John's. will growing grow in there? And then I saw something else. And so long-term, I'd love to get an area of the garden where I start growing
1: lots of medicinal plants. Absolutely. We've already got some, haven't we? Yeah. You? So get. it's just finding out what they all are and then growing oh, more. Oh, I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you. I know all the Latin names. see, you know, St. John's wort is hypericum. Uh-huh. So we have that as a homeopathic remedy more for... So there's, t- there's quite a few different versions. So there's St. John's wort as an oil, okay, which you take in capsules. That's the one that's more for depression. Mm-hmm as a homeopathic remedy, because it's gone through that dilution process, it's actually more for, um, uh, like if you've had a cut, yeah. it's knitting back the nerve endings. Oh, so any pain where, you know, you've got that nerve ending pain, yeah. hypericum is brilliant. Wow. Um, I'm usually mix that with uh, calendula, uh-huh. which, um, a tincture. Yeah. Is amazing. So like if people have had caesareans, um, mm-hmm. you douche with, uh, with hypericum and calendula because calendula is the healer, uh-huh. she heals it together but hypericum is going to knit all the nerve endings back together. Wow, how Amazing. fascinating. And then some arnica for obviously for the trauma. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and, and it's things like that, isn't these used to be regular things in people's cupboards Yeah, um, in the past but if you Absolutely. had a bump or something, just get some arnica and
1: put arnica. it in. Arnica. Yeah. I'm, I'm on a bit of a mission, for, I think everybody should have arnica in the home. If yep. they only have one remedy, for me it's arnica uh-huh. because it's good for bruising, it's good for trauma. So a bang on the head, it can stop concussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a natural warfarin. Um my friend Lisa's asked me for a remedy today. She's exhausted Arnica, giving her Arnica because she's overworked herself, you know? Yeah. There's that uh, yeah, there's something in the repertoire called Housemaid's knee. Don't think no, it's like... something we get anymore. Because people would Be on the knees scrubbing. Oh yeah. So housemaids' knee, Arnica. Mm -hmm. Marathon runners, runners, when you know they've done their marathon, they're exhausted. They've overused their limbs,
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: their muscles and stuff. Arnica, brilliant. You can get it as a homeopathic remedy. You get it as a gel or as a cream. I'll just rub it in. Love it. It's actually
0: quite versatile. Then a lot of these things, in the way that you can take them. Yeah.
1: And that actually, I've got. I must tell Peter. I've got my homeopathic part two. On Zoom starting on Tuesday, Ooh. I have got to tell him because I've had to write it. Yeah. Because initially I've done, so most of my workshop were in person mm-hmm. and then people were asking me to do them on Zoom. So I wrote part one of homeopathy on Zoom. Yeah. So it's in PowerPoint presentation. So I've had to write it all again mm-hmm. in a completely different way. And I've now just finished part two. So, because the kit that you've got is a 36 remedy kit think so yeah i think he got the biggest one that we could get find oh, at the time yeah i think he didn't buy the helios he's bought the walida yeah which Willida's wonderful as well that's exactly the same yeah it's just another pharmacist i do use walida uh not walida it's not it's ainsworth
0: ainsworth yeah it's ainsworth, ainsworth. That got,
1: yeah walida's great as well because they do what they're over at, um hooknell in nottingham they do all homeopathic and calendula cream from there mm-hmm. and they grow all their own herbs wow. so I love them too um I'm just promoting all these businesses now so Ainsworth's kit is 42 so you've got six other remedies uh-huh. that the Helios one don't yeah um it is a nicer kit but I've got my Helios which I still love yeah and I use so I teach on the Helios 36 <laughs> but uh yeah love
0: it but I well, every time I get some sort of ailment now or somebody in our household does, the first thing I go to is online because I don't like to flick through the little books. Oh, okay. It hasn't got enough detail for me. So I type okay. into Google or somewhere, what homeopathic remedies are useful for this? And it comes up with a list. Oh, fantastic! And so... I'll take the ones that we've got. I'll take one, see if it works. And if after 15, 20 minutes it doesn't, I'll maybe try one of the other ones. But yeah. I'm getting better at using my intuition of which one feels right. Uh, but then sometimes I come across like a different one. I'm like, my kit hasn't got that. I want that. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to get any of them from oh, right. or how relevant they are. But um,
1: you can get them from me. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, good to know. So I have my own. I do have a remedy machine, so I can make remedies. Wow. Which is based on radionics. Okay. So, you, um, so it's got two copper wells. Right. With lots of dials. And you, you, basically, I've got a book that gives me all the rates. So it's a bit like tuning into your radio. Okay. And yeah. you know, you can go into 96 FM, whatever, and you'll get one radio. Well, they've all got different rates. So they're numbers, number sequence okay. of that remedy. Yeah. Um, so I'll dial it in, mm-hmm. put the potency that I want. And then put the bottom of pillules in that well, press make, it makes a a noise. Yeah. And your remedy's made. That's so cool. It's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm a bit of an old-fashioned girl. I still love my, what we call medicated potencies, which are the liquid version. Right. Which are in ethanol. So when they've made their apis, let's say, which is Uh B, potentise, and they've only used one B and it was already dead. So people who were a bit about animals and stuff. Um, so it's in a liquid potency, the energy, the potentized version of that. And I put a couple of drops on the pills. All the pills get all wet with that mm. remedy because it's in ethanol. Right. So the, they're wet initially, but then because it's in alcohol, it evaporates and just leaving the remedy essence behind. Okay. So then, then all those remedies become that remedy, every pill you'll
0: Wow, that's amazing. So it's
1: two different ways of doing it. Oh, how interesting. Because yeah, I've got hundreds of liquid potencies and it costs a lot of money. So <laughs> right. when I don't have the potency I need, at that time, if I need it now, I use my machine.
0: Wow, that's fascinating. <laughs> oh, I want one of those machines, now. <laughs> that I know how to use it. <laughs> yeah, they're it not cheap. <laughs> I went to something a few years ago. It was one of my friends who's a reflexologist. She's an old school reflexologist. And she gave me this. It was this blanket that you put around yourself. And it was okay. some sort of Russian blanket. This is going totally on a tangent. I could feel it doing all this like, energy moving around my body. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, wow. And afterwards, I was like, I've got to get one of those. Wow. And then I went online to find them. And they're about in the hundreds, if not the thousands. I was like, oh, perhaps I won't be getting that then. But
1: yeah. I yeah. hear and
0: see all of these fascinating things that my colleagues are using.
1: Yeah. It's to be lovely to have that in the I home. I know. Yeah, my machine was £1,000 20 years ago. Right. I don't... they probably... That I, now, should think I would so. think, and the guy who mine's called a McGurk okay. machine. And unfortunately, that man died last year, Aww. so I don't think they'll be met ma- unless somebody else has taken on the business. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but once you've got one, but I was you, gonna say it's lasted know... for 20 years. That's so much better oh, than oh, yeah. a lot of our appliances, are amazing. And it's battery, it's just with a little battery, <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I love it, yeah. So just get back to foraging because last week mm. I picked loads of hawthorn berries. Why? I made a hawthorn jam,
0: okay.
1: and some hawthorn sauce, uh-huh. and I make my hawthorn tincture with what the berries. So, hawthorns are brilliant for the heart. Right. So the berries good for heart. So there was a doctor, some I think in the turn of the century, was curing people with heart arrhythmias, heart problems, curing them, but he wouldn't tell anybody what he was using. Right. And it wasn't till in his death, when mm-hmm. he died. His daughter decided to tell the world what he'd been using, yeah. and he'd been using hawthorn berries.
0: How interesting. So obviously
1: you can't eat the stone, we have to sieve all the stones out, right, Okay. Um, so the berries are good for the heart, and then in the spring, uh-huh. with the little young leaves, yeah. you can eat, and they're really good for your circulation. Wow, we've got loads of hawthorn oh, hedges they're everywhere, uh, and people don't know that no. that's what you can do. That's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's the
0: thing. It is all around us. It is? All of this. Like
1: nettles. You use nettles? Um, I've started to
0: use nettles because we've got an abundance of them here. And they're so useful, aren't they? I'm not quite brave enough. My friend Giles, when he's going around because he studied herbology, he'll just go along and he'll just pick the nettles off with his bare fingers.
1: Yeah, I do that. I'm not brave enough to get, which I know is illogical because
0: I've seen it done. I know that mindset of just get on and do it. It's just
1: picking them in the right way so that you don't get stung. And then I actually just eat them, if you put them straight in your teeth and chew them, they are, for me, one of the best flavours, I I absolutely love them. So I make a tincture with nettles, I've made a pesto with nettles, I've made crisps with nettles, Um, What I haven't made with nettles, I I steam them, you only have to steam them for like a minute, Uh and they have more iron. Than any spinach, any other green vegetable, you'll find.
0: Wow, that's they great are just to know. a superfood.
1: Superfood. Well, it's the
0: same with like dandelion leaves. So I started eating yeah. dandelion leaves, making sure they weren't weed on or sprayed. Yes. Obviously, but um, <laughs> because I was looking at good sources of vitamin K 2 one oh, yeah, that you need for the vitamin D for the sunlight. Yes. Yeah, sunlight, Yeah, um, and so I started having them in salads and things, and they just taste like quite a strong salad. We'll leaf. Have quite strong um, they flavor. They are quite
1: strong. You have but to have some nicer for bits me with them. Mixed yeah. In.
0: But we've got all of that stuff there Absolutely. on our so I'm definitely going to start using nettles more yeah. now that you've said that. I'm quite yeah. excited Yeah, I do.
1: Because, <laughs> again, if you chop them up in a salad, mm. they're made right. with uh, mint, calendula, nasturtiums, fennel, nettle leaves, mm-hmm. chop them all up. And it's, I mean, that is a powerhouse of a salad.
0: Wow. That is. I'm going to. Definitely. I'm looking forward to actually listening back to this and editing it. <laughs> I'm going to have a notepad and pen next to me so I can write all of these all things these down. Top tips. I mean, going back to that lady that I was saying about years ago, who's the reflexologist, wonderful woman. We used to meet up as a group of women called broomsticks. Oh, they were amazing, these ladies. They were all reflexologists. And one of them took me under her wing. It was before I was a therapist. Right. And I was like, why am I being invited to these reflexology meetings? But they all looked after me. And oh. they started teaching me about well-being. And I remember the first time we went to her house, she was like, I think they were daylilies. I was like, would anyone like a lily? So these particular types of lilies to eat. Wow. And I was like, why is this lady, because it was before I was into any of this, yeah. giving me a flower to eat. And she like, try it. It tastes a bit like cucumber. And I did try it. And it did Wow. taste like cucumber. I thought, oh, actually, I could eat this. It's, it's quite nice. It might not have, I don't. Obviously anything that I've suggested in this podcast could be completely inaccurate so don't follow any of anything fi- that I You'd have to said. find
1: the right lily wouldn't you, you I, would. d- I didn't know that about lilies so. it was, I'm sure it was some sort yeah. of lily Yeah wow
0: I was I had just given birth to Mabel at the time and I was very oh. sleep deprived so I can't trust that 100% but it was some sort of flower anyway yeah. it had such a beautiful There's taste and I was of- so
1: surprised Yeah lots of flowers you can have and and calendula Mm-hmm. Like, it's orange and, I mean, it tastes, I, again, I love the taste. Yeah. Love it in a salad. Dandelions, you can put them yeah. in a salad. <laughs> a little bit more harsh, you see. Yes. you got a little bit more harsh. <laughs> but if you put some, or, like, so I did um, a retreat in the summer in Herefordshire uh-huh. on a beautiful piece of land where Lisa, she calls herself Lisa La Lee. I love her. She um, grows all organic fruit and veg there, Mm -hmm. stunning. So we went foraging for food, you know, in the garden. And um, she sprinkled on, so she bought one of the kit, the doTERRA kits, and I bought some wild orange, and she sprinkled the wild orange in the salad. Now, I mean, so the other thing you can do, if you buy um, oranges and lemons that are organic, not waxed, yeah, you can, once you've got the juice out, mm-hmm. is the peel has more healing benefits
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: than the juice itself. So our um, doTERRA essential oil of wild orange and lemon are from the peel. Brilliant. So um, that's why you can take it internally, but she put it in the salad. So what I suggest is when people get an orange and lemon peel is to freeze it right? and then you can grate it on your salads. I mean, you don't have to freeze it, but it will keep a lot longer, obviously. Or use it there and then grate it and put it in salads, stews, because you're still getting the benefit. That's a really good idea. Because
0: at the moment, I've been each morning in my smoothie adding um, a lemon peel, um, oh but it makes God. it quite
1: bitter tasting. Yeah. Um, lemon, you've got to buy a kit. <laughs> so this month, let me tell you, they've got this amazing offer, and I've been doing these oils for two years. Okay. You buy a kit. Right. Of the five mil, which is 80 drops in one of those five yeah. mils. So that's a lot of drops. Um, And you get 50, what we call 50 PV, which is 50 points added to your account, which is about 50 pounds, really. Oh, wow! Put in your account for next month for you to spend. Oh, that and that's fantastic.
0: That's just for <laughs> November.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm giving away also, if this is in November, if anybody wants to know, a wild orange oil with it because you don't get that with the tech so you get 10 core oils yeah frankincense being one which is hugely expensive on itself um let me go through it so you get lemon peppermint oregano tea tree on guard frankincense deep blue air which is a combination smells a bit like bix but it's got all amazing properties Mm -hmm. in for breathing yep zen which is a great one for digestion so it's got Mm -hmm. fennel Peppermint, um, can't remember ginger, and then the last one. What's the last one? Can't remember the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are ten amazing oils, and I'm going to give you a wild orange, and you get fifty PV, and all of that for one hundred and thirty-six pounds. That sounds really good. It's a really good deal. Oh, it's the best deal I've seen. Yeah in the two years I've been doing it to give to give you 50 it's essentially 50 pounds but it's 50 pv they're points yeah. that you can spend on doTERRA products next month
0: wow that's brilliant oh lovely I we be making sure everybody knows about that then when we release this podcast yeah so we're almost at the end of the podcast now oh wow so <laughs> it's gone very very quickly <laughs> it? so just before you go I'd like to ask just if you've got any final thoughts or words that you would like to just share with the audience that might help them
1: or inspire them. Oh, well, I'd I'd have to say come to a workshop because... So in the Australian bushflowers, when you do your birth, like I was born on the 7th of March, 1966, mm-hmm. okay, you take those numbers, you put them in this little chart. Okay. And if you've got... It's a bit like noughts and crosses. If you've got an arrow filled with numbers, it means something. If you've got an arrow going down and there are no numbers, it means something. Now, I've got two of those such things. I've got an arrow at the top, which is the mental plane. Uh, I've got an arrow in the middle, which is your emotional plane. And then I don't have one at the bottom, which is in your physical. It's quite balanced in the physical. But because I've got all three numbers in my mental planes, it means I'm able to absorb lots of information. And I think that's why I can remember and teach what I do. Yeah. Because it's in my birth chart. And then in the middle line, in the emotional line, I've got no numbers, which means I'm super sensitive to people, energies,
0: uh-huh.
1: environment. So um, I do love to spend a lot of time in nature. So when people come to see me or come to a workshop, you get a, you get a lot of information wow. that you're able to take away, not only about the remedies, but potentially about yourself.
0: That sounds awesome. I want to know that information. So thank you.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you. Oh, it's
0: been lovely to have you on today. So thank you ever so much. So just quickly before we go, how do people find you if they want to make contact?
1: Oh, okay. So um, I've got a website. It's www.wendyjackson.org.uk. I've got an email address. It's wendyjackson.org at gmail.com and then a phone number. 07891641386. Wonderful. Thank you so much thank for you. being here today. Thank
0: you. And to all of the listeners, thank you ever so much for listening and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care and bye-bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe. If you would like to find out more about the therapies that we provide and the training we offer, please visit our website www.tranquil-awakenings.co.uk You can also find us on social media.